good ladies and gentlemen i am your moderator jonathan J. Dub walters and welcome back to the past their prime podcast the podcast primarily about sports but we're pretty much going to talk about everything under the sun from current events to pop culture to politics pretty much whatever we feel like talking about today's episode we're going to briefly recap our super bowl predictions uh you know we're going to tell you which one of us got it right or closest to right and pretty much we're going to transition into the meat and potatoes, our bread and butter, NBA basketball. We're going to talk about the recent All-Star Weekend that just went down in the Big Easy, New Orleans. We're going to give you some trade deadline talk, uh, go through the winners and losers. And each host will list in order their top five players that they feel, their top five players in order at the midway point in the NBA season. And as standard operating procedure... We bring to you our alternative facts and past their prime segments, as well as our newly introduced segment, The Law Firm of Mediocrity, held down by our host, Malcolm Combs. Again, I'm your moderator, Jonathan Jada Walters, and I got my host here with me. Oh, it's your boy, Miles Gordon, over here. Um, my IG is... Oh, I don't even have IG right now, but oh, but when I get it back though, it's <laughs> M.914. My snap is M.914. My Twitter is M.914. Um, Where you from, Big Boss? From my friend in New York. Actually, I'm from Fleetwood. Let's get it right. Oh, man. I am from Fleetwood. <laughs> I'm from Fleetwood. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. <laughs> and um, teams that I rock with, I rock with the Knicks, of course. That's in New York. Um, I rock with Cam. Panthers is cool, but I rock with Cam. And I guess the Yankees, you could say. That's what, that's what for me. What's going on? It's your boy, E-Money. Follow me on Twitter, EA Sports 718 Knicks fan, Mets fan, Chargers fan. And follow me on IG, E underscore money 718 Let's get it. It's your boy, Combs. Combs914. You know what I bleed. Knicks, Jets, Yankees. You already know. Let's go. And again, I'm your moderator, Jonathan J. Dub Walters. You can follow me, Instagram, Twitter, at Dubs on Deck. That's D-U-B-S underscore O-N underscore D-E-C-K. Uh, Sports Allegiances, Knicks, Steelers. That's where it ends. <laughs> and pretty much, let's uh, get right into our Super Bowl predictions on our last episode. Uh, we all gave our predictions, and the man who came closest gave a prediction of the score of 31 to 28. Very close, because the actual final score was 34 to 28. And that was given by E-Money here. Congratulations, sir. Clap it up for him, I suppose. Whoever listens to this podcast, just know that nine times out of ten, I'm going to win these debates. But I'm going to win the predictions. I'm going to throw... It's your boy. Boo. Boo this man. I'm going to throw a little I told you so in there because nobody wanted to give Tom Brady the, his due. And all he did was go out there and just set records. Just for the record. I'm going to put that Who out Who did give Tom Brady his due? A lot of people, the man who picked the Falcons to win, that guy didn't give Tom Brady his due. Come on, you know <laughs> That you man didn't give Tom Brady his due. So. This topic is kind of old, but <laughs> Brady did come back and win the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan, a law firm potential candidate, you know, he did what he does. That's why he's in the law firm. That's why he's in. So we'll get to that. Matt Ryan, a law firm. Uh, Brady, he's still the greatest of my eyes. He's the greatest playoff quarterback. Peyton's still, still the greatest regular season quarterback, but 
I knew he was gonna take Number it five. somewhere like this. Hold yeah, on, hold see, on. Why I knew he was gonna take it somewhere like this. Why we had to do this? We I told you we should have eliminated this topic because I knew he was gonna take it like <laughs> You see this? You see this? You see this? This is why we need if last the minute edits. Good, but Tom Brady this is why good, last minute edits are done. You see, you see? We're not even gonna dwell on that. The people know who the GOAT is, the greatest of all time. We're not even hey, gonna dwell on that. His name isn't Peyton Manning. <laughs> Definitely isn't Peyton. There's records up and down the board. I'm not even gonna spit them up. Y'all can go Google them. They're right there for public use. So let's get right into it, fellas. We just had it recently, NBA All-Star Weekend at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. Uh, you know, event-filled weekend. A lot, of, a lot of events starting, you know, from Friday to Sunday. Uh, celebrity game, dunk contest, three-point shootout. I mean, what, are you, what, were your, what were your thoughts on the All-Star Weekend? Me, personally, I can tell you that I fell asleep in, on, on most of it. I didn't watch the All-Star game. I kind of just saw the highlights. NBA All-Star Weekend does not interest me in the least bit, so I don't know if you guys want to elaborate on that topic, but that's just me from a moderator standpoint. To be honest, All-Star Weekend is starting to resemble the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, nice. I can co-sign that one. The rookies, uh, the rookie sophomore game is probably the highlight of the weekend for me. And the skills challenge because Christos Porzingis won, and that's the only thing the Knicks are going to win this Knicks year. Knicks represent, I like it. I like it. Rep for New York KP, the unicorn. So other than that, for me, it's like, what is this? Like, usually the All-Star game, the way I grew up, you know, the first half, you'll play around, throw everybody in there, let them get their tick. Third quarter, likewise. Then the fourth is time, you know, Throw the straps on and see who's really trying to win. What was, what was, what was the score at halftime? Was it like 90 to something? Like, I don't even Yeah, like, what is this? I mean, the final score. 98, 92. Yeah, I mean, the final score was 192 to 182. It was like, I get it's an all star <laughs> and it's just uh Defense is not part of the game anymore, bro. But yo, in all honesty, <laughs> I'm sorry. Honesty, for the all star game, it's a showcase. Like, it's not really a game, it's a showcase. And honestly, I don't mind it being a showcase. I don't mind it being a showcase, but you're charging people good on good money to see this, and you're not even like y'all, y'all over here telling us it's an honor to be in an All Star game, but you're not taking that as an honor. Y'all just out there, just like yo, let's just run down it's, it's, it's the court. A, it's a resume booster. That's how they pad their resume. Just right. just have, check it off on the on the list. I'm an All Star, however many times, and it looks good. It just looks good for you to talk about later in your life and add to your resume when cats when it comes down to who's the best at this, that, and the third. That, you know, that's what it is. So. Since you bring that up, though, I feel like since the All Star games are like this, we need to take off that accolade for like. It, you're like, right. Like, you're okay, right. You're a 13 time All Star. That, that's cool. That's cool. But it doesn't mean doesn't anything anymore. It doesn't I, matter anymore. One hundred percent agreed. And that's my problem with it. Like it should matter. Like I don't doesn't. understand when it became. A problem to compete against your man's. <laughs> and all honesty is, with these new niggas, like, <laughs> like I don't right. understand it. Like I grew up where if I'm playing my man's, I'm trying to work him out. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a career day against them so I could talk about it for the rest of our lives. So I don't understand when it became that. You know what? He my man's. We play AAU together or we play in the same conference in college. So we just both go and have a good time and enjoy our time here. No, when we're on the court, I don't have a man's. My man's is my teammate and I'm trying to give you work. That's it. That's a fact. <laughs> I think when it happened on the real is, is when the Brown went to Miami. And it's not but what I was saying, but, but before they did that, though, whenever they went up against each other, they bowled out. 
Yeah. Both both of them were trying to have career games against the other person. However, once they went to Miami, they teamed up with Chris Bosh too. Now it's kind of just like, yo, it's, take it easy now. Why? Everybody's I don't friends. I don't understand Everybody's this. Friends. It's a it's a friendly league. You could be I can be your friend and I could want to kill you on the court. I don't understand why that's an issue. Like, like Miles said, with the whole new nigga syndrome that's happening with, with these people, the whole competition factor is is taken out of it. Facts. Like they they don't want to compete anymore. Like you can they they're friends, but they don't want to compete against their mans. Like they don't they don't want to deal with the static. I guess that it, that it may create. Like it's it's static. I don't hate, bro, bro. <laughs> I, I didn't make these rules. This this is twenty seventeen. You know what it is? It's a lot of, a lot of them. Like the boys of Bodie, they heart pump Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it real. That's really what it is. But what's crazy? Is even when I was younger, if your heart pumped Kool Aid, when you got in the court, you were still like, "Nah, I'm trying to get mine." Like I don't understand this. Like this Kool Aid now, bro. It's so confusing. Like I really, I really had a at a loss, at a loss for words as to why the All Star Game is so watered down. And that is exactly why I said I do not watch it because what, what is there to watch? It's 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 literally a, it's an, it's an exhibition game. It's an exhibition game mm-hmm. with literally no defense and just dunks and I mean I'm I don't know I don't know about y'all. I'm here for the competition. I'm, I I need to see people compete. Since since you bring up the competition, I'm not gonna lie, Giannis. Oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, played to win. Oh yeah, he was played to win. Yeah, putting 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 his man, Mr. Combs' man, <laughs> Seth Curry, on a couple posters. That was bad. That was <laughs> putting your hands on a couple posters. So why is your man trying to grab alternative, alternative, alternative facts? Alternative facts. It's a fact. Duck on the ground. Duck Curry ducked out the way. That is not an alternative well, fact. No, no, there was a putback on his dome. Why is Steph Curry down there trying to grab rebounds? He's not Russell Westbrook. Get your ass on the three-point line and get your ass back on defense. Leave Steph Curry alone, all right? Don't go up to Steph Curry. That's the MVP. That's a chicken, all right? Leave him alone. So I want to I want to ask your guys thoughts on on the dunk contest. I don't know if you guys actually saw the dunk contest. I saw it. I saw it. Uh, it was won by Glenn Robinson the third of the Pacers. Uh, what's your takeaways from the dunk contest? It was to me uh, two words to describe it. I don't I don't know if it's two words or one word, but lukewarm. That that that's exactly <laughs> what that dunk contest was. It was so underwhelming. It was ridiculous. The dunk contest was so lukewarm that <laughs> I feel like I'm 30 years old. <laughs> I'll be 30 in like three weeks. I felt like I could have suited up and said, you know, <laughs> give me a month and I can compete with y'all. And this is more in the NBA, I feel like. like you got to put some money behind it to get Facts. the best players. You can do it. Yeah. Million dollar prize, commercial prize, whatever. Give them some incentive to come out there and do better things. that's what's going to be needed to, to draw the big names like, like LeBron best, James. Whoever wins dunk contest, key commercials for the year or something like that. Something. I got to do it so, right now. Good. So that, yeah, that, that, that involves sponsorships yeah. then. Yeah. But, but you know what, though? It's a visual NBA nah, sponsorship But to, to piggyback free cars anyway. To piggyback, on, to piggyback on top of that, all these events are sponsored by sponsorships. True. So whoever sponsored the Snapchat contest, yo, for the next year, you get you getting you get this breath. Right. You get the breath from this company. You get oh, all yeah. the commercials. One less State Farm commercial with Chris Paul or one less... We don't need any more commercials. I'm definitely tired of seeing the same people on these commercials. We don't need any more State Farm commercials with Chris Paul. Or, or Club Paul. Really Neither one of them. <laughs> Get this guy from My solution man. to the dunk contest is enough uh, hand-picking and asking people who you wanted to participate. Do you want to come or this and that? No. How many All-Stars are picked between the West and the East? Like 24. 24? 20, 20. So out of those 24, those 24 pe- players, that pool... Should make up All Star Weekend. Y'all should make up All Star Weekend. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, 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 Y'all should compete in a three point shootout. Yeah. 
And a dunk contest. And I don't know, correct me if and I'm wrong, wasn't like that back in the day, like, to an extent, somewhat, like, the same players that were in the All-Star game pretty much competed throughout all of All-Star oh. weekend. They didn't pretty much take your bench, your, your, your exactly. pedestrian bench warmer and throw him in the three-point contest, or this Derrick Jones Jr. guy, whoever the hell he was in the dunk contest, who Reggie Miller, I don't know why, was really, like, on this man, like, yo, he's gonna win the contest, he's gonna win the contest, and he was trash. But did he you, had one good dunk. Did you like, see his in-game dunks, though? Like, did you see the highlights? No, I did not. Like, I, I didn't know who he was literally before that day. That's that's why you have this reaction. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Yes. So his in-game dunks are lit. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. So he so As on a matter the fact, main, so he got on the he got on the big stage. He got on the smack stage, and he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't perform. Like he's a, he's a mid-tier guy. He's a, he's a PG. Okay. He's a P. Okay. Okay. Because I never I literally never heard of the man. Like I didn't even think to go look at his I, I, his highlight tape. I think they said he had seventeen NBA minutes. So if if that cumulative. <laughs> yes. That's how many minutes he lost. Yes. But oh, I, I think there's, and also just to bring him back to the um the, the, the Sunday night participants should be the ones particip- participating in All Star Weekend. Yeah, it should be Sunday night and Friday night, like the the, the rookie game, the whatever it's called now. What is it? Like, yeah, the, the World's World Rising Stars. Yeah, so, yeah whatever, whatever like it's called that. now. U.S. versus World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of rookie and sophomore, sophomore. players. Yeah. yeah, so that game, I like that. I, yeah, I, do, I do like I do, that. I like that, game. I like yeah. that game. But that those those participants and the Sunday night participants, they should be the ones who who have who have to be in all the All Star Weekend events. Okay. That's fair, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it's All-Star Weekend, let's have the All-Stars. I don't yeah. want to see Glenn Robinson doing uh, 360 and at the end he closes his eyes. Anybody yeah. can do that, boss. <laughs> and, on like, top, and on top of that, Sunday night is an All-Star game now anyway. Do, do, no sun, do no Saturday night, then play real game Sunday. Yeah. That's it. Like, I don't understand all of this. We friends and we don't want to... No, let's... Let's put the best product that you're charging the fans off. But you know what they have to do? What they really have to Astronomical do? Astronomical prices, too. They need to put more money behind this. What, what Stephen A. said was that um, the winning team gets 50000 the losing team gets 25000 Okay. These people are making million, like tens and 20, 30, 70, 100 million dollar contracts. That's twenty five or fifty thousand. It doesn't mean anything to them. My thing is, Maybe I don't even think. I don't even think that, like they already make so much money. Like money shouldn't have. Like money should not be the incentive for them to to yeah. participate in these things. Like you guys are already getting checks out the wazoo. Like you guys get checks for everything. Like y'all have so many endorsements on the side foundations that y'all open up. We shouldn't have. You shouldn't. You don't need any more money. Like come to All Star Game and put on put on a real show for the fans. Like don't give us this little downplayed, placated version of 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 handball that y'all doing on the court. Like this, it's cute, but no, no. No, like, come on, y- y'all are robbing the fans. Honestly, it truly, I don't, I don't like it. It all stemmed from that that garbage. Let's make Anthony Davis the MVP. I didn't like that beginning. Well, I mean, oh, no, you kind of, you kind of knew that was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. He kind of spoke it into existence. That's pre-game. the problem right there. What I don't know. What, what are you about to? What are you into existence? What is this? I mean, he doesn't want the MVP. I mean, he, he said he, he said he's doing it for the team. That's what he said. I don't did he not? It. But did he? That's what he said. That's what he said for the public. He said. That sounds good. That's what he said. What you about to say, Miles? I want to hear. Russell Westbrook should have been the All Star Game MVP. Come on, Steve Kerr took him out. The man has. What's the record? I think the record is forty two points. Westbrook had 41 points with like seven minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Magically, Steve Kerr takes him out of the game so Anthony Davis got the MVP. No, make him earn it. Make him earn it. it it's 2017 and, and these young the, dudes don't like to earn on it. On top like of that, that nah, <laughs> this man Steve Kerr shouldn't be allowed to coast to All-Star game anymore. This is the second time he did it to my man Westbrook. <laughs> Two years ago, Westbrook had either 40 or 41 points with like seven minutes left again. Steve Kerr takes him out of the game and Westbrook still gets the MVP. Let my man play. Let him get 70, whatever. He's playing to win. Let everybody else play the win, too. Maybe he don't like Westbrook. How about that? Y'all gonna hear this from me a lot. Just watch Russell work. <laughs> WRW. 
Hashtag that. That's that, that, that easy hashtag right there. <laughs> All right, so let, let's get into the NBA trade deadline. You know, uh, not not a lot happened. You know, while we did see some names on the move, the most notable, the most notable name, uh, Boogie Cousins, going to the Bayou, joined the New Orleans Pelicans. You know, the trade deadline came and went. Uh, major players pretty much stayed put. So, I mean, we did hear some trade rumors surrounding players like Melo, Paul George, Jimmy Butler. But, you know, for the most part, those heavy hitters stayed put due to, you know, whatever deals couldn't get done because GMs wanted to sit on certain picks and didn't want to release certain players, which is understandable. You know, nonetheless, there were some names involved in, in you know, in the trade deadline, some notable names. And some of those names being Serge Ibaka, Taj Gibson, Nerlens Noel, Andrew Bogut, and Lou Williams. So, you know, with that being said, I just want your guys' take. Who do you feel was the biggest winners and losers at the trade deadline? The biggest winner for me, although they lost last night. <laughs> no, they won, actually. I'm sorry. Uh, due to DeMar DeRozan's 40-plus 40, 40 points. Toronto Raptors won. They got Serge Ibaka and mm -hmm. P.J. Tucker. So now they have an all-star backcourt with Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. They have Serge Ibaka to fill that four position, which was lacking for them because Patrick Patterson, he's good, but he shouldn't be a starting four in the NBA right now. So Serge Ibaka take care of that. And from what I've been hearing and reading, nobody likes to play against P.J. Tucker. So he's the guy that's going to have to guard LeBron if Toronto does get that far and sees the Cavs, let's say, in the second round or the Western Conference Finals. So for me, Toronto Raptors kind of won that trade deadline. The biggest losers for me is I feel like I, I, I always bring up this team and this player, but Los Angeles Clippers, what are y'all doing? <laughs> y'all have had this team for the past... Three, four years. You haven't had a small forward. <laughs> Phil Jackson clearly wants to get rid of Carmelo Anthony. And I just get the feeling and the vibe from Doc Rivers, the GM, that he's not interested. And I don't understand why. Blake Griffin's a free agent this year because he has a player option. Chris Paul's a free agent this year. He has a player option. J.J. Redick is a free agent this year. Why not go all in now? Trade your son. He's not that great. He's good. He's gotten better. I'm not going to deny that. But at the same time, you have other plays that could fill his role with Jamal Crawford and Raymond Felton. So why not go all in now? Because Phil Jackson just wants to get rid of, of Carmelo Anthony. And if Phil Jackson comes to Melo and says, yo, I could put you on the Clippers and you could play with your boy, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Redick, I'm pretty sure, I'm not definite, because Carmelo seems to be invested in being in New York, but as a fan of the Knicks and as a fan of Melo, he doesn't deserve this. So I feel like at least Doc Rivers should have tried to do that trade. Like, I don't understand why you think this same team that you've been going to war with for the past three, four years is going to make a move. Like, you're not better than the Warriors. You're not better than the Spurs. You're not better than the Rockets. I'm not even sure you're better than the Grizzlies right now. <laughs> they haven't hovered at that minute. In the seven-game series. Yeah, so yeah. I don't understand why you think that the team constructed as is can go to war to win a championship. And you have all these question marks in the offseason. I get that Chris Paul said he's going to resign. Blake Griffin said he's going to resign. But we don't know if any of that is going to fall through until the ink is dry on the contract. 
So, I'm so disappointed here in the Clippers. Like, now was the time for Yada, even Jimmy Butler or Paul George, get in the runnings for that. Give up all your first-round draft picks if you really feel like this team right here could do it. Because right now, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, the Clippers, y'all not doing anything right now. Like, Lob City, I felt, I feel like it was 10 years ago. <laughs> I don't even remember the last time we heard Lob City. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was at least three. Yeah, it, it was, was a little while ago. I haven't, I haven't even heard that term. So I don't understand how you don't make any moves. And it's the same team you've had for the past three years. You're letting Jamar Green talk to a legend crazy and y'all lose. Nah. Talk to him. <laughs> so disgusting. Like, I don't understand it. Top Steve Ballmer, fire Doc Rivers, the GM. Bring in a real GM. When the coach and the GM are the same guy, it rarely ever works. And Doc really? Doc clearly showed he's not that works guy. His name is Popovich. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it works with very few people. And even Popovich told R.C. Buford, take care of the front office. I'm going to take care of the team. <laughs> but I'm done. <laughs> Powerful. I really Powerful. don't know how I follow that up. <laughs> that, that's a hard act to follow. What, what you got for us, Slime? What you got for the us? The biggest winner, as he said, I didn't think about the Raptors, but but in terms of right now, yeah, the Raptors are the biggest. The Raptors, I don't know if they're the, they're the biggest winners, but they won. Yeah. Indeed. But in terms of the long term, the team, I think the Pelicans won. The Pelicans got the best big man in the league, and they already have Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is probably the second best big man in the league. And what is that, two of the top five? Scores in league on the same team, like that. and, and I, they're both big men. I already, I already know. Like I, I already know that that's not gonna maintain itself. Like you don't think you don't think that's a recreation of the Twin Towers? Are you not? You don't think that 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 tandem is gonna work just like it did kind of with the Twin Towers back I in the day? I think the tandem is definitely gonna work. I don't okay, think, I don't think that it's gonna be averaging in the top five. Okay. Oh, you think the averages are gonna drop? Okay. I, like, that, one of them might still stay there, but and the other, other one who's not him, he might be top ten. But I don't think it's gonna be top five. So who do? You, which one of them is gonna drop? I, I think Anthony Davis. Whew. Why so? Why 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 AD? Why why not Boogie? He's the one who's going into a new environment. You think they're gonna kind of let him let him do his I thing for a little while? Like, in the post. I think Anthony Davis is gonna turn into more of a perimeter player. That's okay, what, that's why I think. Because yeah, I, I, I did. Yeah, AD's not really yeah. a fan of banging down low. Clearly shown by his one hundred and eighty pound frame. This he might, guy. He <laughs> might end up being like a powerful a power forward ver- version of Kevin Durant, like a legit power forward version. Of Kevin Durant. Like that. That's how I see them putting. Um, that I see them molding his career towards that. And then the biggest losers, same trade, but. Sacramento Kings. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that kind of goes without saying. Don't, <laughs> Sacramento Kings. He's talking about trades, trades that did happen. I'm talking about trades that did happen. <laughs> trades that did happen. Sacramento Kings lost. What? <laughs> what? You gave up the best big man in the NBA, and who do you get back? Your prized possession, Buddy Heels. Buddy. <laughs> Buddy Heels. Because he has. You could go, but I just need to say one more thing. Because because the owner gave him Steph Curry potential? What? <laughs> well, I need to know what stat he sees that makes him see Steph Curry potential. That's what I need to see. <laughs> Buddy Hill is not Steph Curry. <laughs> Let me just start with goes, that. I think that goes without saying, though. Like, I don't think nobody... Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Buddy Hill is not Wardell Stephen Curry. I think a lot of our listeners are actually gonna go Google Buddy Hill. Like I'm pretty, they, I'm pretty sure they heard the name, but they can't put a face to it. Like they're like, "Who's this Buddy Hill guy?" Buddy Hill is about? good. He's yeah, good. He's a, he's a talent. I think he has promise in the NBA. My only reservation is for the Kings, Vladi. <laughs> there was no need for you to say you had a better deal two days ago. <laughs> I don't understand what that proved. Okay, I get it. The Marcus Cousins been here six plus years. You haven't made the offs. I don't think it's all on him. 
I think it's 50, 50% on Cousins, 50% on the organization. The organization has no clue what they're doing. It might be a bigger split, bro. It might be 60-40, the organization. No, I can't do that. Because when you look at how DeMarcus behaves as a player on the court, I'm not going to attack him personally as a... You're right, you're right. As a person, like, I'm pretty sure he's a great person, fun to hang out with. But at the same time, something's to be said when no NBA player has come out and says, yeah, he's a great teammate. I haven't heard that yet. He's been on one team, though. Yes. But with a lot of in and outs. A lot of a lot of in and outs, yes, I get that. But most players hate playing with him from what I've been hearing. Who are these players, though? What are you hearing? I'm hearing yeah, a lot of facts. We gotta, we gotta fact here. check you, bro. What's up? You can, you can no, fact no, check no, me all you want. Don't pull the coals on us right now. Don't pull the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't want to take it there because I called him beat Trump last time and he got tight. I ain't want to do. I ain't want to do that to him again. Like, <laughs> yo, to the listeners, y'all would think I voted for Trump. I voted for Hillary Clinton. Just to let y'all know, I voted for Hillary Rodham Clinton. I don't know why they keep throwing Donald J. J. Trump towards me. I don't understand it. But just to let y'all know, I'm a registered independent. Right. I voted for Hillary Rodham Clinton. I'm not a Trump supporter. But what I can say is, at the same time, like I like DeMarcus Cousins, the talent, but I can't even watch King's game because I'm always thinking, like, all right, he's going to do his thing. He's going to carve. But is he going to finish the game? <laughs> Why is that a question with your say, uh, franchise player? What is he at? Seven, 17 technicals 17 right technicals for the season, the season, and Anthony Davis has 17 in his career. Yo, let's keep it a buck. <laughs> uh, literally yin and yang with them two. It, it kind of looks like personality-wise. Let's keep it real. 17 technicals is really not that much. Yeah, I mean, and for, okay, wait, wait, wait. For, 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 I was going to say, say, say for today's NBA, you're like I, I understand. Like 17, it's a lot in today's NBA. But you're right. In the grand scheme, if you really want to talk about it, like we've been seeing this with Rasheed and Ron Artest and individuals like that. So, I mean, you're right. 17 is really minuscule in the grand scheme. And because of these 17 technicals, I've been watching the news. I've been watching the NBA TV. <laughs> I've been watching ESPN. They've been throwing wild shade on my son Boogie. They have. They've been talking they about, have. oh, the troubled player. What trouble has he been in? Mm-hmm. Because he has 17 technicals? The man doesn't like, Honestly, that's all emotion if you really ask me. like that. And that's somebody, I, I kind of do want that type of emotion on my team. The man wants to win. And then he, maybe he just doesn't know how to express himself. I mean, work with the man. Like, work with him. He's clearly young. Work with the guy. I'm not saying nothing about him, like, as far as his character or anything like that. But at some point, six seasons in, we need to understand that, boss, you got to kind of reel in your emotions and express yourself in different ways. It's, it's a maturity thing with Boogie. It's a maturity thing. I can't thing. even say it's a maturity not thing. It like, it's no, been it six is. years. It is. No, no, no it, it is. I think it it's is. He has not matured. Because it's six years, and on top, on top of the six years, you got to remember, like, I, a lot, the, these players now, they're not coming, they're coming in at 18, 19. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so it's six years and he's 25. Like, be, like, like, and then that, a lot of these teams, there's not somebody older for yeah, them to coach. There's, there's no nobody here. There's, there's, there's no guy here. There's no guidance. There's no guidance. So he's literally the OG on his team. Like, but he's clearly a, a, a nut. <laughs> so, I mean, what can you do with that? The little niggas is taking over his OGs, bro. It's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. yeah. I get that, but at some point, if I'm DeMarcus Cousins, the way I've been doing it hasn't been working. <laughs> You're right. I'm pretty sure has, that you have all-star friends that have told you, you got to reel it back a little bit. Just a, just, just a little bit. You've played on Olympic teams. You've played with other all-stars and all-star games. I'm pretty sure they have your phone number. 
John Wall been in the league just 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 as long as you. But John Wall wants to play with DeMarcus Cousins. They wouldn't play. They wouldn't play with each other. If he was playing that, that bad, they wouldn't want to play, play with each other. No, I'm not saying that he's playing bad. I'm just saying that his behavior is unwarranted. There's 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 been too many times I've watched Kings games where things don't go his way. I am not <laughs> I'm not playing defense no more. <laughs> I'm not rebounding no more. I mean, you got to understand his frustration. O- on the court, you have to understand his frustration. As I, get player, it, it, I get that. I get that. a lot of frustration. That and then you want to put hands on your coach? Why? <laughs> Why? He, he, he represents the old school, and I like it. He wants to put hands on his coach the same way Latrell had to yoke up his. Carlissimo. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I do like it. It's reminiscent of the old days. Like, I appreciate it. What is the coach going to do to you that you feel the need to put hands on him? Talking greasy. He might have gotten his face. And some, and you don't know, you don't know what the coach did, because you know how coaches are. Facts. You've seen the coach at Rutgers. Facts. I was about like, to bring that up you know, too. Like, yeah. Who was it? Mike, Mike Tyson, whatever his name was. Like, uh, clearly. So, guys, you're getting paid handsomely. <laughs> whatever a coach is saying to you shouldn't affect you to the point where you want to put hands on him. You know what's crazy though? You, you say he's getting paid handsomely. Whatever fine he gets, it's really not that crazy. If it's a five hundred thousand dollar fine, that's like he gets seventeen point five million for the season. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. And All I'm saying is, the Marcus Cousins is the talent, great, bar none. The Marcus Cousins is the whole package, it's questionable. Hopefully, now that he's in New Orleans, he could turn a new leaf and do what he got to do and make it do what it do. Change the scenery can be good. Sometimes the change the scenery is necessary. And I think the real question is, who is out there advising the Marcus Cousins, whoever you are, you, you need you either need to get fired or you need to you need to seek some guidance because you're not doing a good job at, at advising this man on how to advance his career because he's he's going on terrible. Combs, let's jump in there. Let me hear your your, uh, your winners and losers well, at the trade deadline. I was line. listening to everything you guys had to say. Yeah, you were only quiet over there, I brother. Was. I was taking, <laughs> taking notes, <laughs> meticulous notes. notes. I like it. And my winner of the whole trade is Demarcus Cousins. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even the Sacramento team. Kings over here. My God, franchise purgatory. Talk about it. <laughs> we got O ten. No, it's not O seven. Spencer Hawes. Really? Oh, what are man. we doing here? O eight. Jason Thompson. O nine. Tyreek. Maybe. Then O ten. I mean, two thousand ten. Boogie Cousins. All right, we're on to something now. Know what we do next year? Jimmer Fredette. Here we go from there, Thomas Robinson. Here we go from there, Ben McLemore. Thomas Robinson was a good pick at the time. They just... You're right, but Damian Lillard was the next pick, though. You're right. So you're you're right. You're right. You are right. Damian Lillard and Cousins, I think I might have worked. That might have worked, yeah. But then we have Ben McLemore, Nick Stauskas, and Willie Cauley-Stein. Now, That's a very I look happy at man, it, by the way. I don't blame DeMarcus Cousins for being mad. Everybody <laughs> want to blame DeMarcus... Blame Melo. Blame these star players working their tail off night and day. Talk to him. 28 and 11 for Marcus Cousins. Talk to him. Melo's averaging 25 since Phil want to tweet him. I'm tired of it. Franchise malcontent over here. Don't run your franchise bad, then blame your best player on being all BNT. No! Get better players around him. Boogie, Jimmer for that. What team is he on? He's in the D League. No, he's in China. He scored 70 last week in China. Great. Bang. Bang. Yeah, Thomas Robinson, what D League affiliate is he on now? Ben McElroy is barely there. Nick Stauskas is in Philly. I know he's happy. And Coley Stein, who knows? He was DeMarcus Cousins' backup. So. Uh, he's a happy man right he's now. Happy. He's a happy man. He's definitely happy because he had about 20 something yeah, last he, night. He's so. a very happy man, you can tell. <laughs> My winner definitely is DeMarcus Cousins for getting away from this mess. They fired all the coaches. The one coach actually liked him and actually was working hard with him, Mike Malone. They fired him. Mm-hmm. They've had three different GMs. Vladi Divac now is clearly, clearly in no clue what he's doing. Yeah, no, it's a circus with over the there. the trade last year to Philly and giving up draft picks and stuff like that. And now there's DeMarcus Cousins trade. 
and not getting better players back or a better draft pick back. This is just complete franchise purgatory and the Kings, you know what? One time you guys were a good franchise. You had Weber, Stojakovic, uh, Jason Williams, Bibby. You've had players before. And I don't know what happened. The last time they made I don't know what happened. was 2006. That's crazy. Someone called the two uh, the two brothers from Vegas. They used to own the team. Someone call them up, bring them back. The, the Maloof brothers? You might know what the Maloofs either, though. I don't, they were doing something. They had something working. They were somewhat doing wait, something. Wait, somewhat. Wait, you hear no, the hesitation no, in my speech. No, like. Because as I said, the last time they made the offs was 06. They sold the team in like 2012, 2013. That's a long time period. That, that is a, yeah, that, that's a, that's a pretty Next time they're going to make the playoffs, though. Hmm. Might be in like 20 years. You never know. <laughs> so, and now these are my losers. And the typical losers of the NBA, the New York Knicks. <laughs> I like how you guys introduced teams who didn't make moves. Because that was actually going to be a question of mine. Which teams yes. do you think that didn't make a move lost in, in, in the whole trade deadline? So I, I like the fact that you picked the Clippers. You got this guy... Phil Jackson here. Oh, He's man. the biggest loser of all this. Facts. <laughs> biggest loser in yeah. the league at the yeah, moment. Facts. In, in, facts. in anybody's opinion. Like, not even just from Knicks fans' perspective. You make the trade with Jerry and Grant and Lopez. Actually, two solid players for Derrick Rose to come to New York. And what has this man done besides sabotage Brazingas? Oh, sabotage Melo. Sabotage the Knicks. Here we go. Run home to mama. As soon as you give the man Run a little rope, he, 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 take, he takes you off the baby. cliff. He takes you off the ledge. Three assists. <laughs> what is going on? And then at the trade deadline, the Timberwolves warned him. What are we doing here? Trading for the chips. Trading for a cup of soda. Get rid of him. <laughs> we are the seventh worst team right now. We need to be in the top five. There are four point guards. Fultz, Lonzo, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. on North Carolina State, and De'Aaron Fox. We need one of them. <laughs> One of th- you don't need Rubio. No, I'm, so so essentially the Knicks need to take. Phil, the Knicks sleep. need to take. Typical Phil sleep at the wheel or sleep when the Rubio chain wanted to go through. He was sleep. That's why he get the Rubio trade. Typical Phil. I mean the time difference from Minnesota, from Minnesota to sleeping. New York. You know the the, the, the time difference is mountain so, time, mountain so time now, versus Eastern Standard. You know the differences, the exactly. time zones, brother. So now <laughs> in the grand scheme of all, we have Derrick Rose making seventeen million now, and I know what Phil. I don't know what you're gonna do. He's a free agent. God forbid you pay him. Please don't pay him, Phil. Please don't. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of people's frustration with the you Knicks. Know, like, we don't know their plan. Like, exactly. And I think that that's Melo's frustration. We don't know their long-term plan. Doing? Like, every move that they make is so temporary, and you think it's going to be an immediate fix, and it ends up being, uh, you, you just open up another gash, pretty much. That, that, that's what we've been doing. It's just open up wounds, literally, from, like, I feel like from Mike Sweetney days when we drafted him. Like, this is, like, this literally wow. just bad drafting. It's just bad management, bad everything. And it's just... Putting band-aids over these problems is not going to be the solution, guys. Knicks. I mean, I, I, I swear, I hope, I pray that somebody Someone. in the Knicks organization hears this. Blow it up. Just blow it up, Phil, please. Phil. Blow it up. Phil got to go. Oh. Phil got to go. Go to L.A., find Jeannie. Pray. <laughs> pray. <laughs> Phil got to she took magic back. Pray takes you back. What do you got to say, E? What are you going to say? Start the hashtag. PMG. Phil must go. Phil must go. <laughs> Phil must Joe. go. Must go. Hashtag. Go back to Montana. I don't even need you to go back to LA. <laughs> go back to Montana. Go in the boonies where we cannot find you. Where right. you can you can hide in the mountains. You can hide in whatever fields. And on top of that, go to a place with no Wi-Fi. I don't want your tweets anymore. Yes. I don't want you to tweet anymore. I don't want nothing yes. to do with you anymore. Your go be a hermit. Even worse. Even worse with the tweets. And I mean, we we could talk about the Knicks all day. It's just this is disappointing from a fan perspective. You know what how they do with Phil? They need to send him to the wall on some on some, um, on some Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here.
I like that. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to transfer into our top five players. Uh, th this topic, we're at the midway point of the season. You know, a, a lot of shaking goes up, you know, go goes on when it comes to talking about top five players. There's a lot of variables to take into account. So, you know, we're talking about the top five players at the midway point in the 2017 season. So listen to the specifics, hear the parameters, and keep your top five within those parameters. Let's not consider anything in the past as far as old chips. You know, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people done things in their past, like a la Derrick Rose. But none of that means anything Shame. when we're talking about today. So today, 2017 NBA season, midway point. What is your top five in order? That's the that's where the challenge comes in because a lot of people love to give top fives but never like to put them in order because that's where the real challenge comes in because now you have to do a lot of analysis when it comes to putting these lists together. So I don't know which one of you gentlemen want to go first. I don't know who has their list. Miles, what's up? What you got for right, us? So my top five in order. I'm just gonna throw the names out there. Good. Right. Westbrook, LeBron, Kawhi, James Harden, and Steph. Okay, e explain explain the, the the listing of your top five. How, explain how you got to that. All right. Well, why why is and I'm I'm gonna speak from my perspective. I'm just I'm. Why why Russie number? I mean Russie number one obviously because of the triple doubles. But I mean I look at LeBron James. Obviously his team is first in 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 the East. This reigning NBA champion. I mean he he's putting up his numbers as usual. I mean are we taking into account the fact that his team is doing well too? Because I mean when I when, if you if you factor that in, I don't think you can give Russie number one. You know why you can give Russie number one? Why can't you? Because without Russell Westbrook on the Thunder. Trade him for pretty much anybody except anyone else. Anyone except LeBron. <laughs> trade, trade him for anyone except LeBron. They're maybe the eight seed. <laughs> maybe. Maybe the eight seed. Probably a lottery team. <laughs> He's that important to the team. If he doesn't, like, if LeBron doesn't play, okay, you still got Kyrie, you still got Kevin Love, you still got. When he gets back, Jr. You know I gotta bring my man Jr. <laughs> but when he goes back, you still got Jr. Got Tristan Thompson on the boards. They have they have a complete roster. LeBron LeBron completes the roster. With the Thunder, it's not that Westbrook doesn't complete the roster. He is the roster. It's a huge difference. That's why he's number one. Okay. Who, who's next to give their top five? And the reason that's why these players are listed. E, what you got for us? Let's let's head. Top five for the season. 2016-2017 season, number one, <clears throat> LeBron James. Yeah, it is. I like it. I li you know I like this list. I approve. That's J-Dub approved. I like it. Go ahead. Talk to him, E. Number two, I hate to admit this, but I have to say it, Kevin Durant. Oh, God. E, number I'm, three. I'm off the bandwagon, E. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm off the, just like that. It's over. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not here for y'all. I'm here for the audience. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> Number two, Kevin Durant. Number three, Kawhi Leonard. Number four, Russell Westbrook. Number five, James Harden. Okay. That's my top five from the beginning of this season to All-Star break. And, and, and how, how, do, how do we come to that? How do we come to that five? Okay. Where I came to that is, I had to account, okay, how are you helping your team win games on the offensive and defensive uh, side of the basketball? Also, the intangibles that you can't 
read into stats like the 50-50 balls, mm -hmm. how do you motivate your teammates, I put that into account. And uh, <clears throat> also your overall stats, of course. You know, you got to look at the stats. Got to look at the numbers. I really fought long and hard. Like, I said, wow, can I really not add the back-to-back -back MVP in the top five? Not to say that Steph Curry is not that guy, but at the same time, for what I've seen from October till now, I feel like these are the top five players in the NBA that propel their teams to put them in a position to win. Steph Curry's doing that, but I feel like at this point, right now, I don't agree with, KD, with what KD did, but at the same time, he's on the Warriors, he's averaging 34 minutes, shooting 50%, 53% from the field, 38 from three, 87 from free throw, 25, eight and four, and one block, and just 2.3 turnovers. I don't really agree with what he did by leaving Russell on his own in OKC and going to the Warriors. Soft, but soft. At the same time, the proof is in the pudding. The man is doing what he got to do out there. And He's having a very efficient season. I, I, I can't, very efficient I can't, season. I can't, I can't vouch for that. Is that a 50-40-90 season? No, I'm no. sorry. Oh, no. He's oh, not no. shooting 40 oh, no. from three. Mm -mm. But that may change before the season's over. Possibly. Possibly. Especially within that system of, of the Warriors. I mean, any, anything is possible with them. Anything. So, that's my top five right now. I'm sorry, Steph, you're on the cusp of six. Because what James Harden and Russell Westbrook bring to their team and how they propel a team to put them in a position to even be competitive, I can't ignore that and put you there just because you're having the stats because take Steph Curry off the Warriors, I really feel like they may be two or three games less than what they are now. Take Kevin Durant off the Warriors, they won 73 They'll be games. where they were last year. <laughs> no. Yeah, yes. What, what do you mean but no? The thing is, no, no, no. Last year. Like, I get that. No. no, 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 no. I'm saying no in the sense that I get, I get what you guys are saying, but Steph Curry leaves something lacking for me when it comes to strapping up. See, Clay Thompson is doing the bulk of that. The rest of the players I've named here are also defenders. Okay. KD has become a better defender than in years past. You know why? Because he's playing the center. Yeah, I, I Who's he guarding? Say, was... Who's he guarding now? That's not my fault, guys. Steph Curry's not guarding anyone. <laughs> Steph Curry's guarding the least common denominator. You're right. Night in and night out. So is Kevin Durant. No, Kevin Durant is usually guarding the three or the four. Four to five. That's fine. Steph Curry is calling the worst player on your starting five. For the most part. I For think. the most part. Yeah. That's cool. But you know so I have to take that into account. That's the only reason Steph Curry's not in my top five. Did, did you ever see, did you ever watch the Avatar, the, Avatar, the, the Last Airbender? No. Okay. Yes, sir. Love okay, so, oh, so you'll understand this comparison. 89 nigga shit. 89. <laughs> Facts. I, I, I'm lost in this Facts. one. Like, and I'm, I'm two years behind. This is 87 out Me here. Me too, yeah. Like, I don't know about this so, right here. Steph, in terms of like Avatar, Steph Curry is a defense bender. Like, like the, the way Ang was an airbender, Steph Curry's mm -hmm. a deep... Like, when he's on the court... Please explain. Okay, when Steph Curry's on the court, you need to be aware of where he is at all times. Okay. Steph Curry's 45 feet away from the basket. If he, You need to know where he is. He's liable to put from that... And there's like there's a forty to fifty percent chance it's gonna go away. <laughs> like that's a lot higher that than everyone a, else in the league. It's a very high percentage. <laughs> I can't, can't refute that. So when, as soon as he steps on the court, as soon as he, he's in his range, 
Kevin Durant is cool. Kevin Durant also needs to, need to know at all times where he is. It's not the same. Yeah, it's the effect is a tad bit dumbed down when you talk about Kevin Durant. Is it? Just because we no, haven't no, seen him no, do no, it. No, 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 but only because he does he does not possess the same reins that Stephen Curry has. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. Please do. As a matter of fact, the examples with Steph Curry, you know, last year when Kevin Durant was on the Thunder, mm-hmm. it was it was the Warriors against the Thunder. It was. It was a Saturday night primetime game. It was. Steph Curry pulled from damn near 35 feet. Robinson he, had the it was it was the hand he, he down, man that. down he from 35 that. feet. He did that. From 35 feet, though? <laughs> he did that. From 35 <laughs> feet? As soon as the ball was in the air, Kevin Durant just... He did like, that. It was, it was ridiculous. Kevin Durant does not possess that skill. That, that... Yeah, that... That's not in him. You know what's that? It's Kool-Aid. That has a whole different dimension it's to Kool-Aid. the player. It's Kool-Aid. A whole different dimension to the player. I get that. But like I said, Steph Curry is a very big liability on defense. That bothers me. But you got to guard him back, too. I understand that. I think I think his lack in deep his 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 offensive prowess makes up for the lack in defense. And my thing is, people still put no 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 hold on. People still put him up there as a defender for the simple fact that he what is he he's up there on the steals on the steals on the steals list. He he didn't he lead the league in steals or was in in, in the top some five percentage of of leagues of of steal uh, steals in, in the league. And you know what I don't like about this? Steph Curry is Combs man. I hate defending Combs people. Yeah. But this is what you have me doing right now. Yeah. And yeah. the one name y'all forgetting that brings oh, it all home. Oh, my God. And, and, and you let, say all about defense. And, and let, what let, are you talking about defense? Time out, time out. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Kevin Durant, defense. defense. Excuse me. But they won 73 teams. One minute, one minute, one minute. <laughs> Kevin Durant does play defense this year. Now he plays defense. Okay. Now he plays defense. I just, I just need everybody who's listening to the podcast, please stop whatever you are doing no. to listen to what Combs is about to say. Y'all say top five. In the NBA, I look at it top five most effective in the NBA. Team players, people that sacrifice for wins. So my number one would be LeBron James, of course. Money. Money pick right there. I like, don't act like you're going to like this whole top five. Money, I know I'm not, but I like I, the way they both started, I appreciate but it. I, at least LeBron you put the rightful, the rightful heir number to, the, two, to the NBA throne right at the top. It, it makes sense. This chef. Steph Curry. Number two. Number two. Okay. Devastating score. Don't take his... I, I am done. You're right. <laughs> no, no, don't whisper. You ain't got to whisper on the side. You could tell, tell the listeners. No, I am. I'm done with the top five. At least his. his. It's over. taking his kind of I'm done. They have to buy like, not, not the same way I was done with ease, but like, it, it's over. <laughs> like, it's over with this one. It's old. And that's the problem with America right now. What's the problem with America? Because everyone's taking Steph's kindness for weakness. Oh, Last okay. year when Durant was with Westbrook, what uh-huh. we all here? Oh, Westbrook's a ball. Westbrook don't want to play with Durant. Westbrook this and that. And now that he's playing with us four and some burgers, he's great. <laughs> what are we talking about here? He had Durant. He lost him. That's not great. Don't tell me about triple doubles when he's playing with Canthers and... The Steven Adams, who's like a villain from a movie. Hey, you better respect yeah, both of those. You better both those Get guys, and you better respect both of them. Please, please, please. Number yeah, two, you please respect Steph both of them. Curry, the most devastating scorer in the NBA. Who's number three? Range from anywhere. Lights out. Y'all saw him last Friday when he came back All Star break. Put the respect on that man. That's name. cool. He's Fact. been chilling. Didn't they play the, the Clippers who were the, who are just known to be mediocre said, throughout? Like they're in every sense leader. of the word. Are they? What is Steph Curry? Didn't they give, what what lead did the Clippers just blow? Like didn't they blow like? Then the yeah, Warriors come back like, Warriors, like Steph yeah, came, but ridiculous. In the third like, that's on. ridiculous. You seen the twenty-one like, in the third to put him out of the building? And they scored fifty in a quarter or something like that. Like and that's, that's why I'm mad because everyone, everyone's saying Steph felt he's Clippers. chill. He's he's been a team player. He went from twenty-four shots last year 
They're only 17 now. You know what, KD? You eat. Chill. I'm chilling, KD. I'm chilling. You eat. I don't have a problem with KD scoring 27, leading the team with points per game. But guess who did, though? Guess who had a problem with that? Russell Westbrook. He had a problem with it. That's why KD's in Golden State right now. Who's number three? Number three, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Great player. Great team. Great tradition. Excellent offensive player. Excellent defensive player. Kawhi Leonard. Champion. That's all I can say about him. Number four, James Harden. He's doing this year, minus Dwight, who was holding him back. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's killing this year. They finally put a team around him that, that makes sense, putting the ball in his hand. He's like a black Steve Nash. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> he's better than Steve Nash. His beard. Yeah. That's a fact. He's That's Steve like Nash 2.0. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. He's, he's, he's Steve Nash or Super Saiyan. Like, Facts. <laughs> and my fifth, best defensive big man in the game, leading the way in one shares for big men, Draymond oh, Green. Oh, shit. You hear it. Oh, shit. 10, <laughs> 7, and 8. I forgot that I was Effectiveness. like... I was rocking with the top five. Yeah, I, 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 I forgot what was coming as fifth. Oh, you knew it was coming. I, really, I almost didn't think it was coming. coming. Like, you know, I, I thought I was going to hear it yeah. too. I'm not going to lie to you. The would have been MVP of the NBA Finals if LeBron James didn't have a great final and Kyrie ever had a big game on a shot. Yeah, you were... Those are two very big variables. Like, that's a why he didn't get MVP. You got thrown out. Like, what do you mean? He's pretty much saying he would have been MVP if LeBron didn't win. Yeah, if they won game seven... Essentially. That's what I'm saying. He would have been MVP. But LeBron, they got their moment. They won. Get him out of here. Get this man out of here. Draymond Green. Is this your shares. Most effective big man in the game. I don't know what to say about the man. He runs the offense. No, you have to tell us more because I'm pretty sure our listeners are right. just as confused as us right. three. That's why Curry. Draymond Green is in your top five of players yes. in 2017 at yes. the midway point you in this season. look at Steph Curry's greatness. It all coincides with Draymond Green being there. Can you I look at the Warriors' greatness in general. Coincides with Draymond Green being there. So can I they were a nice playoff team with Steph and Clay, But Draymond, here comes Draymond, the bully, the beast on the block, the game manager, the general. You know what, Steph? You gonna do your defense? You gonna, he made Steph a shooting guard. That's what Steph is. Steph's not a point guard. When Steph was trying to facilitate the offense, do everything himself, it wasn't working. I need everybody but when to Draymond know. Draymond came in, and and when Draymond came in, and Steph became the point shooting guard, seventy-three and ten. Or seventy-three and nine. Whatever. The I, need everybody to, and nine. I need everybody to and know. That's my point. He just worked out the room. <laughs> that's cool. Probably about 30 to 45 seconds. Yeah, he literally. About 30 to 45 seconds. People walk away. He literally he can't make a dark no, against it. No, no, no. That's all I hear. No, Emilio really. Tell me? He really What's picked it. No, 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 no. I can build a better team with Draymond Green than was a Westbrook, I feel like. Westbrook, he had Kevin Durant, and what happened? What happened? It was up 3 1 on his Warriors last year with Kevin Durant, and what happened? Kevin Durant's the reason why they lost. I don't want to hear that. Not no, but, but he is, though. But we know. But we, right. there's film. There's Kevin footage on this. And we know. Kevin Durant's we, like, You can see but it. That's on Kevin Durant. There was problems there, clearly. Kevin Durant didn't like Westbrook. Westbrook wasn't Westbrook like Kevin Durant. You, you know Westbrook what? Westbrook was a bull hog. We all heard the same stuff for years. You can't say that. We all heard it. But you can't say that they didn't like each other. What happened was everyone thought. The thing is, everyone thought that they were cool off the court. They weren't close. Exactly. They, they, they were work friends. Everybody thought they yes. were best friends, and exactly. Like, they, were, they were work friends. It's like, yo, when they go to work, that's your man's at work, but you're not hitting them outside the show. <laughs> there it is. That's what it was. <laughs> there it is. I like winners, Miles. Westbrook, it's nice. It's 20 double-double, triple-doubles, what do you want to go? It's nice. It's good <laughs> one-on-one stats. It's actually 28. We're not playing one-on-one one basketball, though. In one-on-one basketball, Westbrook's there. Top five. But, one-on-one basketball, he's there. But, but, you, know, but, but you know what's so crazy? But you know what's so, but you know what's so, so disrespectful? But, but, but the funniest thing about that, though, is that in order to get a triple-double, you need to be a team player. 
You can't get tennis you, by yourself. You, you are, you, are you passing tennis? Really? But when you take 30 shots and oh, here you go, I can't even lay up once in a while. Or here you go, don't no, get no, stop He's running for assists. And that As, right there, no, 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 no. That assists. right there lets me know that you are not really assists. watching the film. I am watching the film. No, you're listening to the, you're listening to the rhetoric the that is spewed no, throughout no, the media no, when it comes to Russell no, Westbrook no. and how he's a ball hog and how he's selfish. When yesterday he literally had a game with 17 points, 18 rebounds, and 17 assists. Like, what are we talking about here? And these are not little dink and dunk passes. These are, These are literally him catching his man in transition, catching his man rolling perfectly to the basket, okay. dropping dimes to his players. Dropping, down, dropping, dropping down. dimes to his players. Really? So don't make it seem like he's catching a Rondo assist just handing it off to a fellow Hall of Famer who's going to hit a three-pointer or a fellow Hall of Famer who's going to hit a hook shot. No. He's making effective plays to pass to people who are very less effective than those types of Hall of Famers that Rondo was passing to and he's still making it work and he's still getting wins and he's still keeping his team competitive in the West. That's cool. So let, let, let don't don't let's well, not. Why well, they championship team right now? Of course not. That well, championship. Like, would you argue that last year, if he tweaked the way he's playing, they would have beat the Warriors? It was that simple. They was up three one. Three one. Everybody, everybody, he's back. Three, he, he's back one. from his sabbatical. Don't by the way, Don't tell me about that. When it seems ten games under, e, don't tell me about that. E, get him. Goodness, get him. Well, go defend your lovable losers. Defend them. <laughs> defend your lovable losers. <laughs> I like winners. Know that. Combs here is a winner. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go back. Way back. <laughs> back at the time. <laughs> 2012. The Thunder make the finals. Whole bunch of 22, 23-year-olds. They're not ready yet. I get it. It wasn't their time yet. Get to the finals. Supposedly, the second best player in the NBA is at in the finals. Time. At that time, he was, yeah. Who? Kevin Durant. Come on. Stop uh, it. He gets there. You know, he does his thing. Averages about, I'm not sure. I'm Don't don't quote me. I, I want to say 24 and 8 and about 3, 4 assists a night. But can we get the last two-minute report that the guys have been putting out for the past two seasons? When you look at the last two-minute report on Kevin Durant, it looks Ugly. <laughs> ugly. Ugly. I can't even compare it to how ugly it looks. Like, honestly, it looks uglier than a uh, six-car accident on a cross Bronx during rush hour. That's how ugly it looks. <laughs> that last two-minute report with Kevin Durant. The so-called, quote-unquote, great player. Yes, I put him in my top five only because of the way he's been playing for the past four or five months. Time and time again, he's told us in the playoffs when the going gets tough. It ain't there. The thing that <laughs> pumping between our cavity and our chest, it's not there. It's not there. Draymond Green, though. That's Draymond Green. It's not there. That's Draymond Green. So he's pumping blood from another man's chest. He ain't got it himself. <laughs> you see him doing the stuff? He's a puppeteer by Steph Curry. He's the one controlling Steph Curry right now. Steph, you shoot. You had your time. You had your time. You had your time. Let me talk. Up 3-1. Doesn't get it done again. You're going to blame that on Russell Westbrook. Last I checked, Russell Westbrook had 40 in the finals and was looking at James Harden and Kevin Durant like, I don't know the next time you're going to get here. Are y'all trying to play or what? James Harden looked like he was Mono Ginobili against the Heat, giving up the game. <laughs> Kevin Durant gave us uh, Joe Johnson 30. All I'm saying is when the going gets tough in that last two-minute report, when you look at that last two-minute report, Kevin Durant's name is never on it. 
perfect example was was that Christmas when Kevin Durant tripped and he blamed he blamed it on the refs. I'ma leave it, I'ma leave it there. In the last two-minute report, you never see Kevin Durant's name. Never. But you always see Russell Westbrook's name. That was a that was a, that was a lot. Sounds that was that was a lot for the trade deadline. I mean, there was a, there was a lot that went down. So I mean, that's it's warranted, and I appreciate y'all top fives. The basketball is a team game. Just know that, people. Team <sighs> game. Don't forget that. All right, Combs. Durant didn't want to play one, one, they didn't want to play one on one basketball no more. That's what it sounds like to me. He didn't want to do Westbrook. You go, Kevin Durant. I go. No, Bro, I, I could have sworn we. I could have sworn we turned his mic off. I don't know. It's like what? Well, I could have sworn we turned his mic off. How how he how he did that? How he how, like, how, what, what happened there? Next topic, John Walters. Oh no, we're we're going. We're <laughs> Next going. Topic. We're gonna take you I'm into high. into our alternative facts segment. Our alternative facts mm. is where we discuss players, teams, and coaches that we feel are overrated or overvalued. You got a sense of it in our last podcast where they nominated a few. Well, they gave a few examples of alternative facts. You know, in the, in the world of sports. So, gentlemen, again, please, uh, you know, so let's submit your uh, request for our alternative facts. What, what do you got for us, E? What's, what's your first alternative fact for today? Just to change gears. Oh, man. <laughs> I have one, <laughs> but I'm going to save that for a later time. My alternative fact, just to change gears, is we're going to go to the National Football League. Okay. The alternative fact is... <clears throat> It's NFL free agency right now, and I'm telling, how many teams are in the NFL? 30? 32. 32. 32 32 teams. To the 32 teams out there, including the Chicago Bears, (laughs) Alshon Jeffrey is not a number one receiver. Uh Uh-oh. Don't fall for the trap. Mm -mm. He is not a number one receiver. Don't blame it on Jay Chicken Cutler. (laughs) (laughs) Don't blame it on him. Preston Palm Candidate. Do not blame it on him. I repeat, Alshon Jeffrey is not a number one receiver. Good receiver. Don't get me wrong. Has decent hands. Superb talent. Superb talent. Karunga routes. Has all the intangibles, but when it all comes down to it, he's just not that guy that you think he is. It's been three years since he's had 1,000 yards receiving. Three years. The last time he's had it was 20, what what were we in? 2017? 2016 was the last in 2015. 2014 was the last season he had 1,000 yards. Had double-digit touchdowns once in his career. Guys, GMs around the United States, especially John Lynch, I feel like the guy in the 49ers who just became a GM, he's going he's gonna to fall for the bait. <laughs> Do not sign Alshon Jeffrey. It's an alternative fact. He is not a number one receiver. You can sign him as a number two, number three guy, but he's not a number one guy. Do not fall for it. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate on this, and I'm going to have to interject because at the end of the day, we all know, and I say this all the time when we talk about receivers, you know, that, that, don't, that seem that to not you know, maximize their potential. At the end of the day, Alshon Jeffrey is not throwing himself the ball. And to add on to that fact, Combs just alluded to the fact that Jay Cutler is way, 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 way past his prime. Law for mediocrity. Law for, member. He's on every member. He might be Law on every mediocrity. negative list pertaining to sports imaginable. So when you factor that into the fact that we, we already know the Bears as a franchise have, have not been what they were from about, what, 2006 when the last time they went to the bowl, I believe. 
Like they they literally they get talent. They had Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. They had Bennett. Martellus Bennett. They had Matt Forte. A whole bunch of talent. I mean this this man Jay Cutler, and it seems like everybody that leaves them seems to maximize their potential somewhere else. Look at Matt Forte. Look at the season Matt Forte just had with with the Jets. Look at and Brandon Marshall. Like look at Martellus Bennett with Tom Brady. Like, I mean, look at all these players. So you have to take into account that somebody like Alshon Jeffrey does not throw himself the ball. He has some, like, you just you just said his name, Jay Chicken Cutler. Like, it's Chicken Cutler. Like, this man, he's not even real. Like, you, like, you, you got to throw him in the frizz. Like, he's on ice, this man. Like, it's ridiculous. You got to throw him out to, to make him a productive quarterback. Like, and, and in this day and age... You need a productive quarterback to be a productive receiver. You you can't you can't you can't you can't have one without the other. So it has to go hand in hand. So you have to take into account that Jay Cutler, he's not that guy. He first off, he's not that guy. And then you have to account for the fact that maybe okay, Alshon Jeffrey doesn't maximize every opportunity that he gets on the field. Understandable. Cool. Don't forget the facts though. I'm your not old, forgetting the facts. In the midst of your alternative facts. Don't forget the real facts. <laughs> the real facts is Brandon Marshall has had Multiple career years as Jay Cutler's his quarterback, and Alshon Jeffrey has not. <laughs> how, and how long has Alshon Jeffrey been with Jay Cutler? Would you say three years? No, it's been about, it's been about four or five years. Four or five? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that he's not good. I'm just saying he's not who we think he are. I just, I just don't. I just don't appreciate the scrutiny because, there's, like I said, there's so many different. Why not? I didn't tell him to go do whatever he did this past season and get suspended for four games. I didn't tell him to do that. <laughs> Okay. I didn't tell him to not have hands so, for some okay. reason this season. I didn't tell him to do that. He, he did I didn't tell him to halfway run his routes. He did seem to take a sabbatical this season. I, 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 I do get that. I didn't tell him to do that. This guy's on their fantasy football team who drafted Alshon Jeffrey in their top three rounds. They did. And they lost the season because of that. <laughs> they did. Were you one of them? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> did you trade for Alshon Jeffrey? You didn't trade for him. Of course not. Okay. I wouldn't put him out there if he was on any of my fantasy teams. <laughs> I'm just saying that he's good. But he's not great. So what you got for our next alternative facts line? What, what you got for us? Everyone talks about Doc the GM is horrible. Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think the real issue is Doc is a coach. Mm. My alternative fact is that Doc Rivers is a good coach. If you mm. look at the teams he's had, he started with the with the Orlando Magic. Yeah, T Mac couldn't get out the first round. Mm-mm. A lot of people blame T Mac for that. Eh, fifty fifty. Monster running a proper offense, give him some talent, whatever. I put that half on team and half on top. Then he goes to Boston. That's Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, and Ray Allen. They're all, they're all towards the end of the prime at the point where they're willing to sacrifice him in the championship. Paul Pierce was at the end of his prime there. <laughs> just, uh, just to jump in. Yo, he loves caping for Paul Pierce. Yo. It's not a cape. <laughs> no, you, just, you, you defend him at every juncture. It, it, never, it never ceases. Like <laughs> I just don't appreciate the disrespect that's been going around. Was Paul Pierce the final For Pyru Paul, a.k.a. the truth. Why is he Pyru Paul now? Pyru Paul, he ain't got it. Because he threw a beast one time. Nah, nah, he be doing that. He done it a couple times. He done it a couple times. Like He, he kind of showing his allegiance. Out here with him. But then he said something crazy. Like it was for like sacrifices or like like blood tear and sweaters. He said it was something crazy. Like Yeah, it sounds good. We we know where you we know where you're from, Paul Pierce. Like you you're not fooling nobody with that explanation, brother. Like So then you have Doc the coach coming to the Clippers. Everyone says, Oh, the issues with Doc the GM is getting the wrong players. Cool, however, you're the GM and the coach. You should be getting players that you know how to coach. You putting you're putting them in a position to succeed. You're not doing that, bro. That's my alternative fact. Holmes, what's going on for you? 
My alternative fact is that all the All-Star starters should be on winning teams. <laughs> means, I'm mad that he even took it back to the All-Star game. Yes. Like, we thought that was going to be a minuscule part of what our topic based today, no, but... It, it got me thinking. But, okay, I, 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 like, the, is, I like the fact it, that you know the what? wheels are turning. I'm, not, I, I like it's it. not about the All-Star thing. It's about celebrating winners. I don't oh, want to see a guy out there losing. Anthony Davis, win some regular season games, then maybe I'll watch in the All-Star game. How about that? But, I mean, okay. Giannis, well, Greek Freak. I'm going to defend Anthony Davis. I'm going to defend Anthony Davis just because they, they were in New Orleans. He's the hometown cool. guy. I mean, that's just that's just a narrative they wanted well, to write what? for the NBA oh, to feel good story. They didn't find out about this last week. They knew they were going to be the All-Star game host. God damn it, New Orleans. What's the damn football, uh, basketball games? They didn't, they didn't, they didn't tell y'all last week, oh, we have the All-Star game coming. Get ready. No. <laughs> Y'all knew this year the All-Star game was coming. Big money was coming to town. Y'all knew that you should have a respectable team and when people come there, oh yeah, look at our nice team in the standing, playoff ranking. No. What do y'all do? 11 games under. Crapping it up. <laughs> Who are these guys? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't want Greek freak over here. The Bucks. Underachieving. All right? No, the East is not, not even that good. But they're, I think they're in the offs, though. No, they're not. So here, oh, yeah. so, no. so here's my thing. Who you, you don't want to put, quote-unquote, losers on All-Star team rosters. Yes. No, no, so it's starters, it's starters, it's starters. Oh, it's starters. Yeah, no, okay. they need to make the team on the bench. Right? Okay, you want? Okay, you just want them on the bench, but, yes, per but, se. That's, okay, that's how you feel though. The winning a team, a player. So the starters have to be five hundred and above. above. Should be the starters. I think if, if in order for that to happen, you need to switch it where right now it's the the fans vote the starters, the players vote the the, the or it should be only the, the players vote the starters and the fans vote the bench. I feel like that's the only way it would be. And to, to interject on that, I think the fans need no type of vote. And, and, and within any all star, within anything, I don't think the fan that that needs to be. St- and, I, and we're fans here. We are we are yeah. four fans. Like the, the we we don't need a vote. Why we don't need to vote on this? Because. Clearly, us right here, we're not the majority. It's, 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 these, it's, these quote, it's these fake fans. So, I need to jump in. I'm going to piggyback on both of these for a second. <laughs> so, in order for this to be on, fans should do it, and then also it has to be a winning team. In addition to that, it shouldn't just be anybody on the winning team. Because if the if the players immediately didn't have, didn't have the vote this time, Zaza would have been the starting center. Oh, Lord have mercy. That. <laughs> that is true. Oh, Lord have mercy. So, so, that is true. And, so, and we already roasted him the last episode, so yeah. we ain't even gonna we ain't even gonna add on to that yeah, one. That, like, that just so fact. y'all know, that is a real fact. And that was the end of our alternative fact segment. Now we're gonna transfer yes. into our law firm. Now this is a of new mediocrity segment. segment. A, a new, newest firm. Something light, something fun. And we here, we're a bunch of mediocre people, you know. I'm not mediocre. Sure. I don't know what he's I'm talking about. Maybe him I'm because right me- now he's, right now he's wearing a Jets hoodie, so that's why he considers himself yes. mediocre. I may Medi- be a mediocre athlete, but don't get it twisted. That's the point. Of this. That's the point. <laughs> I'm still we're, out here. We're talking sports. <laughs> we're talking sports about other people's sports. We're right. mediocre. Okay. In the in the world, in the aspects of the sports entertainment world, we're mediocre people. All right. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay. Okay. So that being here, here and past our prime, Yikes. we also identify. <laughs> we also specialize in identifying. Professional mediocrity. <laughs> and these people right here are an example of mediocre in its finest and most purest form. As we call this a law firm of mediocrity. With your founding members, Tony Romo, Jay Cutler, Matt Ryan, Phil Rivers, Carson Palmer, and Alex Smith. Now, when I was making this list, I was doing it based on just quarterbacks who... Everyone knows, got a lot of money, all the fame. But you know what? They get to the playoffs and what happens? They lose, they throw picks, they don't win no big games, they stink it up, then they go home with their $15 million checks and that's it. I'm tired of seeing it, all right? I'm a Jet fan. I know mediocrity when I see it. And these damn, quarterbacks... Damn straight you. Yes. <laughs> and these quarterbacks right here are the, are the 
or the, or the epitome of mediocrity. Now, what we've done here, I'm the judge, and I've opened the, the, the panel to you guys to present to me members who you want to invite and have me look at the resume of mediocrity who I can put in the law firm. And anybody wants to tweet us, anybody wants to add us or anything, members of the law firm mediocrity, be right ahead. Pastor Prime, you already know. Um, what, should, what should they send those tweets to if they want to, if they want to tweet us? I was gonna send the tweets at Pastor Prime on Twitter, Instagram us if you want pictures, you can uh, Snapchat us, Pastor Prime members, anything, law firm of mediocrity, just hashtag it. Let's get it going. Miles? So, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit for my app, the, the application that I'm submitting to the law firm of mediocrity. Mine is not, it's not on a player, it's not on a coach or anything like that. I'm actually going, I'm going a little bit, I'm going a little bigger than that. I'm going on an organization. Sacramento Kings <laughs> needs needs to have all of the paperwork for I need everybody involved who's been involved with that organization since 2006. Since the last playoff playoff appearance, everyone get all the paperwork up. Send that to, to <laughs> send it to the law firm mediocrity because it's horrible. Everything, <laughs> everything that you've been doing, I can't even go in on them because Combs already went in on them earlier. They are mediocrity. They are mediocrity. They know mediocre. Are they mediocre or are they awful? Oof, you know what? I mean, you know, you know what it is? The, the management aspect of yes. the organization is very mediocre in the sense that they, they don't even know the path that they're on. They don't right. know what they're doing. The re I feel like it's almost both. Yeah. They've been mediocre for so long that they are awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit rolls downhill. Like, we, we know, like, shit rolls downhill, so it only gets worse when you get to the bottom. Like, you can only imagine how it is at the top. When you get to the bottom, the depths, and on, it's uh, awful. It's nasty. On, on top of that, being submitted in that paperwork, Shaq is in there, too. He has ownership in this team. He, no, he does. Yeah. Yes. He does. Yes. He does. Wow. He's partly I don't care if it's 1%, you're 1% responsible, bro. Like, yo, nah, he's being submitted in there, too. So the first organization being submitted to the law firm Mediocrity for review is Sacramento Kings. Stinking it up, you know what I'm saying? Since the 06, no playoff berth. They had once a good team with Weber, Mitch Richmond, Doug Christie Doug out there, Christie. Nick's Drafty, you and got Peja. Yeah. You got, you got Young Circle, he wasn't that match circle yet. And then the page turned and apparently the, the Kings didn't turn with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. E. Your next uh, law firm mediocrity candidate. <clears throat> My law firm mediocrity candidate is during the regular season, as I always say, I'm going to refer to him as Chris Paul. <laughs> but generally, I like to refer to him as Cliff Paul from the State Farm commercials. <laughs> or CP0. Or CP0. Better known as. <laughs> When he got drafted, was it 2004? We're now in 2017, February 25th. 2017 minus 2004. How many years is that? It's <laughs> a lot of years, bro. That's 13? 13 years, bro. Yeah, 13 years. A lot of miles. So, as much as the <laughs> analysts, sports journalists, the media says that Carmelo isn't this, Carmelo isn't that. You need a certain team around him. It's been 13 years, and Chris Paul has not made the third round of conference finals ever. Ever! In 13 years! A lot of people's defense is, oh, well, he's a point guard. No, he's a basketball player. <laughs> he gets paid handsomely to play basketball, 
and he's yet to make a conference finals. Whether it be with the Hornets when he had Peja Stojakovic, David West, and Tyson Chandler. Whether it be with the Clippers when he had Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, J.J. Redick. No conference finals. You're up 2-0 on the Grizzlies. Lose 4-2. Up 3-1 on the Rockets. You let Josh Smith, who's no longer in the NBA, reel that team back with the help of James Harden and win that series. Chris Paul, come on. At some point, it has to come down to you. And you need to just say, you know what? Everybody get the hell out of my way, and I'm going to put this team on my back. You're arguably still a top 10 point guard, maybe top five, depending on who you ask, point guard. Can we at least see these series go seven games and you lose in the last quarter? Can we at least see that if you're not going to make the conference finals? In the words of Chris Carter, come on, man. <laughs> there it is. All-star, point guard, Hall of Famer, most Hall of Fame point yeah, guard, yeah. Chris Paul. He never been to the third round of playoffs, and, you know, I'm a fan of Chris Paul, but... That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, yes, but the facts but don't the, lie. That comes with a grain of salt. Facts don't and, lie. And you Chris Paul fans need to realize facts. that. Like, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of him, but he's a good player. He's a great he's player. A player he's, a, he's a great player, I but... Would, I, would, I would want him on my team. I, I would. I would, but you, I would want him on my team with people who are he, better than him. He's, he's not the yes. He can't be the best player on nah, his team, which is nah. his problem now. Facts. And hence, that's, hence why he doesn't succeed. It, it's, yeah. it's Proof is in the pudding. The stats don't lie. The one year, like you said, either had it. They lost to the Rockets in that devastating comeback. Woof. Nasty. And now I think we're pretty much the nail on the golf from Chris Paul right there. So. Hence why will, he's on the list. Yes. I will take one of the founding members. <laughs> Submit his application, Submit it process it. Let's get it. Let's get it up to let's send it up the up the chain to review because we got to get him in there. Mr. Walters, who do you got? So we're gonna go into our past their prime segment. Oh, right to it. And for the past their prime segment, obviously you know how we do it. Each host nominates a person who is their past their prime. Somebody who's just they're not excelling the way they used to. They're kind of just you know they're wavering in the wind. They're just they're just there. They're free flowing. It's 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 not looking good for them in the long run as far as their career choice, you know. Uh, past people that we've spoken on, uh, one of them I personally nominated him as a, as a rapper because this list is open pretty much to you know whatever we feel as far as it could be politics, it could be somebody with the music, it could be obviously sports. So you know Meek Mill obviously a candidate past his prime, several mixtapes, <laughs> several albums that were great. Back then, but now we look at him. He's he's in the news for everything but his music. So that's that's how we that's how we that's the criteria that we use as far as nominating our past their prime candidates, gentlemen. I don't know who wants to go first. Let, let's let's hear it. Combs. What's up? Let, let's hear our first you know, past their prime candidate last week for I today. Had to do it one of my favorites, The Undertaker. It was done in an Dead epic man. fashion, by the way. If, if you guys didn't hear it, I need you guys to go back and listen. It was an epic roast. Because The Undertaker is so much past his prime. Yes. And don't watch Royal Rumble. You know why I chose him. R.I.P. Paul Bear. Check the footage. Go on YouTube. Yes. Type in Undertaker Royal Rumble 2017. And every everything will be backed up. Everything yes. is backed up, validated with facts. You get the proof. We fact check out here. So you can fact check yes. us. And of course, he got hurt once again, Undertaker, <laughs> after the Rumble. They pushed him too much. He fought too many people. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I like the Undertaker, so I'm gonna leave it right there. But someone I don't like, and past their prime candidate, 
and law firm mediocre mediocre excuse me law firm mediocrity founding member Tony Romo. <sighs> now, me being a resident Jets fan, you heard the rumors. A lot of rumors. He's heard the rumors. A lot of paper <laughs> crumbling. <laughs> a lot of hearsay. He say, she say. Schefter this, more that. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. If we sign Tony Romo, this Jets hoodie is done. I'm done. If I see Tony Romo, who got hurt in a preseason game, preseason football, six snaps, he got hurt already. He broke his back in preseason football. If the Jets sign him, I'm telling y'all right now. I'm telling Don't Don't make me do it. Please, don't make me do it. I'm wearing Jets apparel right now. If you sign Romo, I'm done. Four-time pro bowler, that's cool. 78-49 starter, that's cool. Playoff record. Two and four. We all remember the debacle in Seattle, dropping the field goal snap, Ugh. losing to the Giants numerous mm. times, the Eagles numerous Mm-mm. times. Mm-mm. Tell you right now, Jets. So sad. If we make a move with Tony Romo, you have lost a heart, a diehard fan. You might lose one. You might lose one. Next. What you got for a slime? <laughs> all right, so my past is prime candidate. And actually, part of the reason why, because of him, I don't know if I could put Chris Paul in the law for mediocrity. I don't know if I could accept that application. I don't know. No, he's there. It's accepted. No, it, 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 no. It, 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 it's been pushed through. Like we expedited his application. We had to. We had to push it. Through. We had to push through the chains because. Okay, but then we, it, it was long over. But then you think about my candidate, Deron Williams. Mm. There was a time when Deron Williams up there with Chris Paul, Damn. the Damn. best well. two point guards in the league. Damn. The best two point guards in the league, and you look at what Chris Paul is right now. Then you look at what Deron Williams is right now. Struggling actually, to find actually, a squad. Actually, <laughs> the man just got cut for. I don't want to pronounce the. I don't. I don't want to pronounce his name. I think it's Yogi. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I pronouncing that correct? Yogi Farrell Yogi from Farrell. Indiana. Yogi Farrell is taking Deron Williams' starting spot in the NBA. Let's think about this for a second now. This is the same man who used to be compared to your law for mediocrity, law for mediocrity candidate. This is crazy. His career averages. It's a subtle 17 and 8. That's not too bad. That's and not then, too and, bad. And, and even right now, when he's averaging right now, it's not too far off from his, from his career. It's 13 and 7. Thir- yeah. yeah. However, when you look about his time when he was at the top, and he was at the top for a while, mm-hmm. he was averaging 21 and 10, 21 mm. and 9. Mm. His first year on the Nets, it was 21 and 9. Mm. His second year on the Nets, it was 19 and 8. <sighs> and then you look at him now. <sighs> Toast. Burnt. And you know when it all went downhill for him? This is an alternative fact as well, as well by the way. <laughs> because I know it affected it, but when Jeremy Lin gave him like 36, <laughs> when, he, when he started Lin, he, he was the Lin reason for Lin to start. <laughs> That's when it was like, wait, time out. Lin Sanity. Time out. I remember that day. No, He wouldn't have no. given Chris Paul that 36. Oh, no. Oh no! That's when Owen John Hall. That's when he. I feel like that was that was the game he lost all his all his moxie. <laughs> happened right then. Lost his mojo. Facts. Mm. Oh Lord, have mercy. Never got it back. He Williams. will. He he was up there though. I got You got to give him that. And he he was a talent in his own in his own right. And he shows team. flashes every every now and again. He shows flashes. Not Vince Carter like flashes, but he shows flashes of yo guys. I I used to be this guy. I used to be. The, the second best point guard in the NBA behind Chris Paul. On average, I would, I would guess probably about one every 18 games. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> That's a hell of a bad average. 
E, what's, what you got for us? Because I don't know how you're going to top that one. That, that's tough. That, that is tough. Right now, we got to go back west. Not Los Angeles. Not too far west. No, we go. No, we gonna go. We gonna oh, we go. Did. Yeah, okay. we gonna go. We gonna oh, we go did. west. All right. But we just not going to go to L.A. <laughs> you mentioned him previously, and at first, you know, it was funny. It was all good and dandy. It was jokes. But then I really analyzed the situation. I said, you know what? Nah, Dub, Dub is right. <laughs> I'm gonna double down. The man known as Eldrick Woods, <laughs> A.K.A. Tiger Woods. Damn, Tiger. <laughs> Damn, Tiger. Tiger, 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 Tiger Woods, y'all. Shout out to Chris Rock. Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger Woods. I don't know who's in his camp. Tiger who? No, that, that, that's, 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 a, that's a question you gotta ask. It's Tiger who? Because I don't know this guy. <laughs> I don't know who. Who's on his team? Who's on his... Strength and conditioning coach, whoever it is, it's over. Q to 112 is over now. It is over. It's Tiger over Woods, now. stop chasing a record. Your back is done. It's not cooperating with you. I believe it's been since 2010, the last time you won a major. It's been seven years. Seven years. Tiger, it's over. You keep coming back, firing your caddy, your coaches, <laughs> switching it up. As if that's the problem. <laughs> As if that's the issue. That's not the issue. The issue is your body just doesn't want to play golf anymore. It's all right. You made your money. You're one of the greatest still. But it's over, Tiger. It's over. I didn't want to call you Tiger no more. Your name is Eldrick. We're not calling you Tiger anymore. You're past your prime. I can't remember the last time you won a major, the last time you actually competed or got close to winning. It's over. Hand it over to Jordan Spieth and Rory McIlroy. As a matter of fact, don't even hand it over to Rory because he want to golf with Trump. So don't <laughs> hand it over to him. Give it to Jordan Spieth. I'm not going to lie to y'all. This, this is an anti-Trump podcast. That's a I mean, and, we'll, we'll, the way. and that's not an alternative fact. That, that's yeah. nothing. like that. That's real, concrete, 100%, pure, unadulterated facts. And don't, this tell, is, me, and don't tell me Rory, Rory McIlroy is Irish. He's from Ireland. Is it? I don't want to hear it. You, you, you got a PR guy. He gets his money in the U.S. You got publicists. <laughs> when he wins the PGA Championship in the U.S., he takes that bread, right? His check is in U.S. dollars, USD. That, 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 that's how his checks come through. Like, he knows what's up. Right? He does. He does. Damn, Tiger, though. <clears throat> Gentlemen, that, that was a lot said, and those are those are three awesome candidates. I'm not even going to lie to you. Um, I mean, as, as the moderator, to, to, to pick out of these three is very tough. I'm going to have to go with D-Will on this one. Because cause that right there, for the simple fact that we've been talking about how mediocre Chris Paul is. Mm -hmm. yes. And when you put mm -hmm. him up to, yes. when you mm -hmm. bring in the fact that Deron Williams was literally compared to this mediocre guy in Chris Paul. Granted, not a mediocre talent. The talent speaks for itself. He's a great point guard. But just the will to win, the fact he doesn't bring his team to the next level, things like that got to be taken into account. And Deron Williams was right up there in, in, in past times, right alongside Chris Paul in talks of who the best 
point guard in the National Basketball Association was. Like, these were real arguments. So for that simple fact, Slime, I got to give it to you this week. Deron Williams, the, the, the past their prime candidate winner for this week. I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of undeniable, guys. I mean, no, definitely. Granted, I mean, the, the great points in Romo. I mean, obviously, like we know Romo. I mean, that that man, that that back, like his, his back is <laughs> like aside from Romo, the back is past his prime. Like his, his back in itself is just, it, it's past his prime. Like Tony Romo and Tiger Woods should go on vacation and yeah. golf together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 need to link up. Like I don't I don't know what they do when they're off time, but they need to link up and. And seek a consultant, seek seek a specialist, seek somebody who's actually gonna fix these these back issues that y'all are enduring. Cause right now y'all are trying to compete, and y'all are like fifty percent, if that. And it's it's it's, it's ridiculous, guys. So you gotta stop it. It's ugly. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us on another episode of the Past Their Prime podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Past Their Prime. Email us your thoughts. You can respond to anything that you heard today. Any You can rebuttal any of our thoughts, any of our points. Um, you can email that to PassTheirPrime5, the number 5, at gmail.com. Also, follow my host. EA Sports 718 at Twitter. E underscore money 718. Instagram. EA Sports on Snapchat. Holla at your boy E Money. Till next time. This is Miles, um, M.914 on Twitter, M.914 on Snap. When I say M. Dot, it's, it really is M.D.O.T. 914. And this comes 914, your boy. Um, follow the Pastor Prime, at Pastor Prime 5, Twitter. Send me all your law firm mediocre, mediocre players. Uh, anybody you want, as Miles, the, the Kings. We got Chris Paul this week. Send me anybody you want, and we'll announce it next time on the podcast. And we do want to advise y'all. Y'all can nominate whoever y'all want to, to you know, present us with your alternative facts. Present us with applications you want to submit for the lower form of mediocrity. Submit us who you want to nominate for past their prime. Like, we're, we're an open forum. We want to hear from y'all. Y'all are listeners. We love y'all. Follow me, your moderator, Jonathan J. Dub Walters. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dubs on Deck. That is D-U-B-S underscore O-N underscore D-E-C-K. Follow me on Snapchat, Johnny Dubs, J-O-N-N-Y underscore D-U-B-S. And we are past a prime. And we're out.